0: Again, I uh, had some time to myself today for a little bit, so I figured I would go ahead and do the story of Kvasir, and then we will also talk about the mystery of the net. Um, Kvasir is mentioned in the sagas, but only briefly. Um, he's typically known as the god of inspiration, or the wisest of the gods, even suppose To even rival Odin and Mimir themselves. Um, So we're going to touch a little bit on that. We're going to dive in and expand our minds a little bit. In trying to uh, truly understand who Kavasir was. Um, I did a podcast that talked briefly about him. About the Aesir and the Volnair War. Uh, If you look back at the previous podcast. I talk a little bit about him. Um, If you want to pause here and go back and re-listen to that uh, and come back to this, you can, or if you know enough about it uh, to want to continue forward, uh, we will go ahead and begin uh, after this song. Vasa is one of those gods that's always fascinated me, and the reason why uh, he's always fascinated me is simply because he's not talked about enough, Um, and that in itself kind of piques my curiosity, Um, which is why I started, kind of half of the reason I started Meme as Well in the first place, uh, this podcast, is because one, people kept coming to me, asking me uh, a lot about the gods and, and the goddesses, and you know, various different things, um, to quote a TV show reference, I guess I'm the Floki to a group of people, uh, but he's not talked about a lot, a lot of people don't know too much about Kvasir, and the only reason I know enough is because I've done a lot of research on him, um, and, like, read over this material hundreds of different times, um, I feel like he's not talked about enough, uh, which is probably, um, I mean it's an understatement. really, he's, he's not really mentioned anywhere too too much, except in the Aesir and Vaatnir war and then the capture of Loki. Um, so Kvasir was a poet and uh, the wisest of all men. So if you remember back in my Acer and Vanya er War podcast, um, the Acer and the Vanya, er, when they came to an agreement and made a treaty, um, they all spit into a kettle, and then and it was also mixed with berries. Now, ironically enough, Kvassar's name Kvass, is, if, if I'm not mistaken, is a another way of just saying berry. Uh, in Russian and various different languages. Um, so Kvasir came out of it and was so wise that the gods would ask him questions and sit around him and want to learn from him. Um, but Kvasir decided he wanted to go traveling abroad. So he would travel from various uh, towns and various places uh, all over the world, all over Midgard, all over the Nine Realms, telling people and teaching people and uh, giving them wisdom. So he wandered around never failing to give the right question. Now there was two dwarves, Fowler and Galler, uh, who were kind of tired of hearing about Kvasir and decided that uh, they wanted to kill him. So they lured him to hit their hut and desired to ask them question, him a question and, and lured him in just simply to slit his throat. Uh, so what they did after they killed him is they took his feet, binded him upside down, and drained his blood into two kettles um, and then mixed it with, which is actually, it was distilled into Othar which is a magic cauldron, um, and it was mixed with honey uh, by the giant Sotung, and his blood formed mead, and whoever drank it gained wisdom and poetic inspiration. So it is said that musicians and uh those who are in performances that uh they have drink and had a drink of this that have um <clears throat> carried on and uh had a drink of his blood and and been able to gain some of his poetic uh abilities and his, some of his knowledge um Once they found out about it, Sutung and, um, you know, hid the kettles, and, which is also uh, going to be mentioned in the, I want to say these are poetic letters, where Odin goes and seduces um, the giant's daughter uh, to gain access to the kettles, uh, which is, it's actually mentioned in the story of the meat of poetry. Um, and somehow, in the, in the sagas and in the stories, I don't know if how Kvasir ends back up in, uh, in the story because that's something I have searched to the bitter end and I've never been able to find it because he comes back is, uh, is mentioned once again in the story of when they bind Loki. Loki. Um, so, uh, Loki, to give you a backstory, uh, pissed off the gods because they found out that he was who killed, who, intent, you know, in, in one way or another, set up the death of Balder, who is beloved of all the gods. I have a podcast on that if you want to go back and, and listen to that. Um... So, Loki goes to Fanning Falls, and which is a waterfall that's somewhere on Earth. Uh, I don't know if they've found it yet, because I've actually started researching it today, and then I haven't been able to find any, you know, believed location of it. Uh, so, Loki built a house, and it had four doors, so he could see who was coming from every side. Uh, and the gods went up there and they were were pissed. So it was Kvassir, Thor, uh, and I can't remember who else it was uh, that went with the gods. Um, So they go and basically they go to to catch him uh, and to make him pay. So what they do uh, is Loki is a shapeshifter. So Loki crafted a net because he was sitting there trying to figure out things that they could possibly make or use to catch him. Uh, and so he knitted a net, a really big net, and then burned it. Well, when Thor and Kavasir, and I want to say it was Tyr, I think Tyr was among them, went into this hut. Uh, there was still heat on the fire, uh, and the gods were, you know, pretty just well, we don't know where he went. He's Loki. He could have went anywhere. He could have changed into anything and nobody would know where he was. Um, But it was Kvasir who caught it and gave them an idea of where he was and who he was or what he changed into. Uh, Because Kvasir was walking around and he looked down at the fire and noticed a, a pattern of ashes that were kind of checkered. And out of curiosity, he knelt down, dipped his finger in the ashes and put it to his tongue. And he could taste that it was made out of uh, yarn or nettle or whatever they used back then. And he called the god's attention to it and um, told him, you know, this is used to catch fish. If Loki was trying to figure out a way we were going to catch him, he was going to create it and then dispose of it. And he had to leave in such a hurry, he didn't, you know, clean up all the, the evidence of uh, what he created. So... They go down and they go to the falls and they're looking around and they're looking through the water and they don't see anything. But they don't realize that Loki had shifted himself into the shape of a salmon. Um, A really big one too, uh, from what I remember from the stories. So, uh, Thor goes and he stamps into the water and he tries to uh, reach down and, and grab this massive salmon as it swam downstream in front of them. Uh, And after a time, you know, Loki found a safe place to hide under the rocks inside the water. So uh, the gods, you know, came back, left, and then came back uh, and created created the thing that Loki used uh, to, um, basically, when he figured out what he was going to turn into. So they come back, they have a net, and then they go. Uh, And so the gods brought up the net and there was nothing in it. It was, you know, uh, and then they throw it into the water and they use some stones to weigh it to the bottom and then they drag the net so nothing under it could swim. And then that's when they ended up catching Loki and then taking him to the cave uh, to be bound. Um, Kvasir, this is going to be a really short podcast because Kvasir is just one of those gods who is there's just not much to him sadly and I'm not because there's a lot of research that has said that you know uh, he was not really killed um, it was just some story that was made up by Snorri Strolson who all of us should know by now uh, quote unquote translated the prose edda and the poetic at and I want to say the Havelmoll, and he was had a lot of Christian influences, so he may have manipulated a lot of stuff just to do it as a tale. Um, so that's where the mystery, when it comes to Kavasir really is, um, because they don't really, you know, touch too much on who Kavasir really is. Um, so. Kvasir is kind of like an excellent, this whole thing is an excellent example of like why it's a bad idea uh, to accept the story of the meat of poetry uh, in its entirety to some extent. Because Snor contradicts this claim uh, and uh, several times in the Aesir and Vonir war. Uh, he claims that the Kvasir was a Vonir god who went to live with the Aesir when the two tribes exchanged hostages long before a peace treaty was exchanged and then on the other he says, oh well Kvasir was created after the war ended and it's impossible for him to have been alive during the war. So he contradicts himself uh, a couple of times. So there was belief that there was a cult of Kvasir, like a a really big gathering because of his traveling throughout the world, Uh, but there has not been any evidence of that. Um, He's just been solely a literary figure, who is in the meat of poetry, uh, mainly as some of his stories. Um, the defining characteristics of Kvasir, from what I've studied, all are pretty much the same as Odin himself. Um, you know, traveling the world, you know, sharing wisdom, imparting knowledge, imparting of a lot of various different things, and. I'm gonna do more digging um, because I mean I'm scratching the surface on this, and new information shows up all the time. Um, and you know I'm I'm trying to do stuff myself personally because if he is dead or if he's still alive, I think either a dead god is still honorable uh, because he is somewhere uh, and he he will come back. Error will be in Gimli, um, you know, when everything ends. Uh, so, this is a short one. Uh, this is maybe 12 minutes, 15 minutes long. Um, you know, stay tuned because uh, if I find out more information, which I'm, I'm digging into and I got some people helping me with, uh, I will add another segment. Uh, so, this will be maybe just like a, a part two pending type of thing. Um, and then we will talk a little more about that. Now, next podcast, like I mentioned, in the one of Aear <clears throat> and Wren, um, that I did today, and this one, ironically, has been done today, uh, there will be a podcast on Ho'nir, which is Odin's brother, uh, and he's also tied into the Aesir and Vonir war and the death of Mimir, um, not, well, not the death of Mimir, but the beheading of Mimir, um and so I'll go into all that in pretty much great detail and then after that um, I'm going to go into Hermod, which is the son of Odin and also the messenger of the gods and I'm going to describe what he does Um, and then I'm going to go to Forseti which is the son of Balder and he's the god of justice Um, you know basically Teaches us how to hold a court, how to hold people accountable. Uh if a crime or if a crime or a misdeed can be uh made amends with, uh, to do it without actually punishing someone. Um, and because he just you know that was his last resort, he didn't really wanna to have to send somebody to imprisonment or punishment if he didn't have to. Um but the story of Kvasir um, in itself, I believe, means that when we have knowledge and we have certain things that other people want or know, it's, it's, it, you have to be careful who you let in. And, and I believe that the death of Kvasir by the hands of the dwarves were symbolic of that because he goes and he's trying to live his life and be good and but you have people sometimes who are just bitterly pissed off and just unhappy constantly if you hear a helicopter i'm terribly sorry i live like right next to a a military training facility but the the story of that is to be careful because there is negative people in life there's people who are just pissed off for no reason there's people who want to see you suffer, and some people who would just kill you. Uh, you the know, sad truth is about it. Um, you know, hell, your neighbor could be a serial killer, but that's a different story. So, you know, just be careful. That's what I believe that we can gain from the story of kavasir is be careful, because there is people who are envious, there's people who want what you have, and there's people who want to see you suffer if you're doing better than them. And we're not supposed to be that way. Um, We're supposed to be happy, lift up people, um, you know, find joy. I mean, you know, I hear a lot of times from some people, some people feel like maybe I'm negative sometimes, and and I'm human. I'm going to be negative. Uh, But it's my choice. I mean, it's it's our choice, ultimately, uh, how we decide to react to our trials in life. And listen, I mean, there's people who are willing to hear you if you look within yourself and you determine the reasons of why you want to see misery and pain being given unto other people then there's something that you need to find within yourself that's making you feel that way um self-esteem issues or you uh, maybe need to go see a, a, a psychologist or somebody to deal with some of the issues you may have had from your parents growing up or from kids when you were in school or Various different things. Because in these podcasts, i try to give my opinion sometimes and relate the stories to things how we have it in life and various different things. Um, but if you're going through a hard time and you just feel like you hate people, there's a reason for it. And it's not a good attitude to have. Uh, there's times where I'm just like, man, I really hate humanity or I've lost all hope. But I realize that it's only because I'm stressed out about certain things. And once I talk to someone, uh, I feel better. You know, you just get it off your chest, say, dude, listen, or girl, listen, I'm fucking pissed and this is why. Get it out. Let it out. Let it be therapeutic. Uh, in my podcast about uh, Ayer and his daughters, go to his daughters. Uh, they, they specialize in various different things. And you can just let them help you. There's various gods, there's various people. Um, you know, the gods stand beside us, they don't stand behind us, they don't stand above us, they don't stand anywhere around, they stand beside us. And go to the gods, I mean, they even suffer from various things. I mean, one of year's daughters cries all the time because she's always in mourning. She's got some severe depression problems, apparently. <laughs> so go to them because. As much as we separate ourselves in a class, granted, we're not gods, but we are the same as them. They feel, they hurt, they die, they go through divorce, they fight, they quarrel. It's just, they go through various different things. And that's why you can relate to the gods. Because, you know, they all deal with certain things. There's a blind god. Hod, uh, he couldn't see anything, and you know had to get close to his brother Balder uh, to find joy in life. You know, and I mean, just to, I mean, even one of our, even one of the gods were blind. So we all have hardship. We all have different things, but it's our choice on how we handle it and how we deal with it. Uh, so killing somebody because they know more than you, or being pissed at somebody because they have more than you, and vanity and. Greed and all these different things—that does not help you. That will only destroy you. Um, so, I recommend dealing with some personal issues if you have those, or if you're the kavassier in the situation and you have people who are just pissed at you, uh, just be—I mean, just be there for them. I mean, you know, as much as as pain in the ass as that is, just be there for them. And eventually, uh, the truth will come to light about what's wrong with them, and then. Sometimes it can work out for your benefit. You could be friends with them down the road and develop a good strength and friendship. Um, so, sorry, I had to take a sip of my drink. All right, so I would recommend just doing that. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, the discussion on there is going to be pretty interesting because uh, some facts that I'm sure a lot of people don't know uh, he's he's a swamp god and, and most fearful of the gods, uh, more fearful than Odin. Um, and then we're gonna do Hermod, which Hermod you'll hear of if you go back and you listen to um, the death of Balder uh, or Balder uh, podcast um, that I did. You'll hear him referenced a lot to kind of give you an idea. Um, there he's pretty much the Hermes of the Norse pantheon uh so they're very similar in a lot of ways um so listen to this uh think about everything i've said hopefully i've gave some good advice if not then you know i would recommend go seek help i'm all if those who know me personally i'm always within a reach earshot just you know, hey, if you're having a hard time, talk to me about it. I mean, granted, I have my own, but, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm willing to listen and try to give the best advice that I can, um, you know, in my life. Um, treat people, uh, even though as Christian as this sounds, you know, treat people how you want to be treated, uh, you know, and, you know, because you don't ever know when you're going to need them or would ever stand beside them in a battle. Uh, And you're going to need to rely on them uh, and and have trust uh, to some degree. Um, And with that being said, don't screw people over either because that's a big pain in the ass and uh, it'll come back to bite you. But uh, thanks everyone for listening to me ramble on uh, in this really short podcast. I, I wanted to go ahead and get it out of the way because I knew that there was not that much I had to put into it. Uh, I've researched kavasir for seven months straight, and I've only developed this amount a little information on him because he's like one of the severe, uh, not well-known gods, uh, and only mentioned in the two stories. Um, if there's anything that y'all want to hear me talk about, please let me know. Uh, I will. I'm always willing to discuss it. If you want me to do a segment on Yggdrasil, if you want me to do. Uh, in a, a segment on just explaining what Norse paganism is or um, you know various different things because I know there's new people uh, some of my podcasts, I believe the first one probably just jumped right the hell into some very confusing things um, so I wanna try to once I do these next three tone it down go back a little bit and cover the basics so that way people who have questions aren't confused, and you, and then somebody who's new to this belief can come right in and understand and follow along um, what we talk about. So, thanks for everything, y'all do. Um, thanks for all the listening. I mean, this podcast has really kind of blown up a lot um, through various uh, outlets because you know we have we're on Google uh, Podcasts, we're on iTunes. On Spotify, I'm not sure if it's Pandora yet, uh, and then we're also here on Anchor. Um, if you want, actually, I've thrown this out a few times. If there is any uh, Norse pagan shops, uh, Norse pagan bands, anything, get with me, and I will advertise. I will put your music in my podcasts, and you know, uh, try to get some people into, you know. Uh, coming and shopping and doing business with you and listening to your music. Um, So thanks for everything for uh, what everybody does and uh, stay tuned.